Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we have a crazy story of reflection with someone's entitled parents. We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Dad calls the cops on me for being scared of wasps. For context, this story actually happened a couple of years ago. I, 22-year-old female, have since moved out and am happily living with my partner, 20-year-old female. So, as the title obviously states, I have a phobia of wasps. Now, this isn't just an ick or a small fear. This is a full-blown, panic-inducing phobia. And I've had it for as long as I can remember. Anytime I see a wasp, no matter how far away from me it is, I will do absolutely anything I can to get as far away from it as possible. If one flies near me or is in my immediate vicinity, I will start to shake, cry, hyperventilate, and if it gets any closer, I will start screaming and flailing, much like a child. It's incredibly embarrassing and humiliating, especially out in public. I've tried my best to control it, but nothing so far has helped. It might be worth mentioning I'm also autistic so I struggle deeply with emotional regulation due to my disability. My wasp phobia has always been a huge nuisance, especially to the people around me, and trust me, my family made sure I knew about it. As a young child, I was constantly reminded of how I ruined family outings, how my family could never take me outside, I would be spanked for having my panic attacks, etc. On top of that, my dad and his brother loved to torment me about it when I was little. They would jab me in the head and make buzzing noises to startle me. They would tell me there were nests or wasps nearby to make me scream and cry. And then when I got to the point of crying, they would make fun of me for being such a crybaby. So needless to say, my wasp phobia isn't necessarily all about wasps. There's some PTSD attached to it as well. Enough of the sad backstory though, and on to the main event. A couple of years ago, I was almost 21 at the time, my mom and I had just returned from the grocery store. We pulled into the driveway and beside the driveway in front of my parents' house stands a big oak tree. Wasps do tend to hang around by that tree, of course, for the wood. At that point, I'd gotten myself to ignore them, as long as they didn't bother me. This time, however, there were a whole bunch of them swooping and buzzing around the car. My mom asked me to get out to help her with the groceries and I asked her to go ahead and start and I would join her once I calmed down from my nerves about the wasps. My mom chose to stay in the car with me to help me calm down. I cannot stress this enough. My mom was not trapped in the car with me. She was only trying to help and could have removed herself from the situation at any time. My dad was in the front yard and noticed that I wasn't getting out. He came up to the door and tried to open it. Of course, I screamed and held it shut, considering there were wasps flying directly by the door. My mom told him to go away. She could handle it, she was trying to calm me down and all he was doing was making me more upset. Now, my panic was beginning to turn into an autism meltdown. I felt trapped and like I couldn't escape. My dad came back after a few minutes and tried once again to open the door. I freaked out again and started crying, begging him to leave me alone. He obliges and goes away. 
A few moments later, I finally begin to calm down and go to get out of the car so I can make a beeline, pun absolutely intended, for the garage. Keep in mind there's still very much a large sum of wasps zipping back and forth around the car. Right as I'm about to open the door, my dad emerges with his phone up to his ear. He comes up to the door and pounds on the window, which startles me into not wanting to open it again. He forces the door open and informs me, as I'm starting to fall back into my meltdown, that he's calling the police to have me forcibly removed from the car. This, of course, terrifies me enough to immediately get me out of the car. I burst into tears, begging him to hang up as I jump out of the car and run into the house. Wasps obviously forgotten. I was beyond embarrassed and humiliated. I felt like a child. My mom was livid and I could hear her yelling at him as I ran in. I locked myself in the bathroom, feeling like I was going to vomit. I allowed myself to cry and have my meltdown for a few minutes and then tried to calm down. My dad knocked on the door and told me it was my fault he called the police and that I deserved what he had tried to do, and that I was going to be the one explaining to the police that I was too wimpy towards a few wasps to get out of the car if he ended up calling them. I didn't respond. In fact, I didn't respond to him at all for two days. After a couple of days of the silent treatment, he told me that if I wanted to treat him so badly for being a loving and caring father, then I wasn't allowed to have privileges in the house anymore, and he was taking my car away essentially trying to lock me down like a child. Given the fact that this was a tactic he'd been using my whole life, I gave in to him, and things went back to normal, if you can even call it that. As I said before, I've since moved out, and I am far away from that situation. I still can't believe anybody in their right mind would call the police on an autistic person who was having a moment of distress, especially considering I wasn't hurting myself or anybody else. My mom wasn't trapped in there with me either like my dad tried to claim. She had free will to leave the car at any time. Very glad to be now living with my girlfriend who is very patient and kind with me about my phobia. It's a work in progress and the police incident set me back drastically but I'm slowly getting better. Long story short, my dad was so desperate for a power trip that he came down on me with an iron fist about a situation that he wasn't involved in or asked to become involved in. I resonate so much with OP here. Where I live, wasps love to make nests all over the place. Anytime it's that time of the year where those nests start popping up all over the place, I am all over going out there with the wasp spray and knocking down any I can find. The worst is when they crawl into places to make nests inside of nooks and crannies and behind like the box mounted to the outside of your house for like the cable or the power. Those kinds of things I can't even open without PTSD of expecting a huge nest inside. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of these stories about entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is throwback to when my mom snapped her ankle. A lot of time has passed since this happened, so I can finally laugh about it. At the end of 2021, my mom fell in the middle of the night after going to the bathroom and snapped her ankle really bad. At this time, I'd taken that semester off from school and was working as a part-timer in retail but with full-time hours. I took time off from school to focus on my mental health and working with counseling and psychiatry. This did not fall well with my mom, however my previous semester at school ended with me in a psych ward due to my depression. Unfortunately, my mom did not and still doesn't believe I have mental health problems, despite being diagnosed with several things. The most profound one I deal with is bipolar 1 and it's rapid cycling. 
Unfortunately, my mom was bedridden and decided to stay on the couch in the living room instead of her bed, as her bed is pretty high up and would be harder to get on or off of. She's a teacher, and she was fortunate enough to still be receiving pay. At the time, she was actually back in an online school to finish off her bachelor's degree. We had a household of three, her, my 10-year-old brother, now 12, and myself. Unfortunately, I had to become the mother of the household. I took my brother to and from school. We live in a big city, so the commute was unfortunately 40 minutes both ways. I was actually already in charge of taking him to school before her injury. I also worked about 36 to 40 hours a week, so when I got home from dropping off my brother, I had to be sure to leave my mom breakfast and lunch. On the days I couldn't get my brother from school, his babysitter would get him, but I had to pick him up from her place, which was three minutes from his school. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was in charge of cleaning the home, doing laundry, cooking all the meals, including all of the Thanksgiving food on my own. I also already cleaned the home and did laundry before her injury as a disclaimer. On top of this, I was in charge of shopping for groceries and whatever my mom decided she so desperately needed from outside, Dr. Pepper. I was basically a mother at the age of 20. For three months, I did everything in the home. I even had to wash and style her hair for her. It was like I had a huge infant to take care of. I cried myself to sleep many nights. What made it horrible was that she was never thankful for any of my help. She actually just mocked me the entire time. She also yelled at me non-stop. During those three months, not a single family member came to visit her. Not even her own mother. She's alone because she's such a horrible person. On top of everything I was doing, she demanded that I also do her schoolwork. And when I declined, she made the excuse that it's so much easier for me. She would ask me to do it. I'd say no. Then she'd keep on asking. And after I rejected it enough times, she'd start groaning about how much pain she was in. One time she was so angry that I told her she wouldn't learn unless she did it herself that she told me, I hope I die so you can suffer because of how you treat me. That stung pretty hard. I had no time to see my friends or to take a break to breathe. I ended up going back to school in the spring just to get away from her. Ironically enough, dealing with being her personal servant for that long actually made my mental health worse. I also made sure Christmas happened for my little brother. I put up the tree, did all of the shopping, decorating, and activities with him. She actually ended up yelling at me as I was secretly wrapping up his gifts because she didn't like how I was doing it. Two years later, she can walk again. She sees it as a story of her perseverance in life and how she overcame her injury on her own. I think I'm now just processing all of that and how freaked it was. 
On the bright side, it taught me that I'm more than capable of being on my own, despite her telling me I'd fail without her. She'd fail without me. It's always so frustrating to hear a story of a kid who got parentified at such a young age. Sometimes you can't avoid it, but you hear a story like this and you just feel like somebody was robbed of the childhood they deserved. Our next story is, am I crazy, spoiled, and ungrateful, or have I been raised to fear my parents? Post 1 out of 2. So, for context, my, female 21, family is Mexican, and my parents had me at a really young age, 18. I also have two younger sisters, 18 and 19. The reason why I'm going to give a little more detail than needed, most would say, and a little more in depth, is because I'm going around in circles. My whole life has been about my family and my parents. I do everything with them in mind, especially my dad. I don't know if there's a right answer or right thing to do, and the way I'm thinking, I guess makes me feel guilty because what sort of good daughter wishes for space from her parents? I feel guilty for not being able to say no to them, yet getting upset and confused whenever they stop asking for my help. I wish people could understand the way my mind works, the way I constantly try to understand both perspectives everyone's feelings, the way I go around and around, making sure I'm not just crazy and spoiled and delusional and acting like a teenager at 21, as my parents would say. My parents moved to Canada with me when I was a year old, and they've built everything we have from the bottom. I feel like I owe them so much. I feel like everything I do will never be enough though. Although realistically, I know all they want from me is to finish school, and trust me, I want that too. Around two years ago, my dad got sick with cancer and it took a toll on my family. Keep in mind, my dad was a lot stricter-ish and guarded before he got sick. He would hit us to discipline us and never show any sort of emotion. I remember the first time he told me he loved me was when I visited him on my 18th birthday in the hospital after he had had surgery. To this day, I've only ever heard about it three more times since that day. My dad got hospitalized on my first day of virtual university. The first month or so, I was determined to get through school and finally have something worth showing my dad. You know, make him proud and show him that I'm doing this for us. That I'm doing what they've always wanted my sisters and I to do. Study. After all, I did go to school for business just like he wanted me to. Always everything just like he said. Little did I know, he'd be in the hospital for three months. As any other health journey, it was rocky and steady on and off. So naturally, during the time my dad was sick, I slowly dropped everything in terms of my responsibilities, friendships, needs, and wants, and focused on them, like any other person. Except, I told them it was all handled, when in reality, those were the worst three months of my life. I was mentally at my worst, smoking weed nightly to properly sleep, barely eating or randomly going on these eating binges. I ended up failing two courses that semester and dropping two other ones the next semester. My family was and is everything to me. I would cook dinner, clean the house, do my parents laundry to make sure my mom had clothes to sleep in since she'd stay night and day by his side. I was the only one with a driver's license at the time, so I would drive my sisters from point A to B, run errands all while attempting to do school and be my mom's number one support system, which was really hard I can't lie. During this time and before my dad got sick, my mother and I had always been close. She moved away from her family at a young age because realistically I wasn't planned. Her sisters are older and was never really close with them and her friends are older Mexican women who love to gossip and pretend like they're still in high school so naturally I was her best friend, always had been. I was always there after every argument she had with my dad. 
I realized that some, if not most of my resentment towards my dad came from everything my mom would tell me he'd do and even everything I saw. I remember him being so toxic towards her. I love him and it's crazy to even imagine he was physical with her at once. The point is, my mom and I used to be close. I tried handling everything all at once and failed in some aspects. My dad ended up coming home the day before Christmas and I guess ever since then things changed. Some for the better and some I guess for the worst. There's too much to say and so much I wish I could say in a couple of words, but there's just too much. I'm getting a lot of bad vibes on a number of things here. Controlling, overbearing, a bit of helicoptering. I mean really, do you even have to ask the question, was I raised to fear my parents when you say, my father used to hit me? I think your answer already is right there about how Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market so far past the line they've already been. That said, our next story is, am I crazy, spoiled, and ungrateful, or have I been raised to fear my parents, part two? Fast forward, I'm in my fourth year and turning 21 next week. My youngest sister, 18, has a boyfriend. The middle one, 19, is going through her self-healing, I need to be alone, all men suck phase, which I support and love 100%, don't get me wrong, and I'm in a relationship with my loving boyfriend, 22. To sum it up quickly, my parents, specifically my dad, have always been super strict and on my butt about dating and just trying new things. Once again, I get it. I get that I'm the firstborn and they're growing with me, but you'll get the gist. Not kidding. There was one time my dad picked me up from a date an hour away from where we lived just to prove a point and drove off without saying hi to my date just to later want to text an apology to the guy. I was 19. There's been other instances with ex-boyfriends where my dad has given me this silent treatment, lashed out, or simply made my life at home 10 times harder. I get it, it makes sense at 16. 18 when you're first learning to be in a relationship, although realistically you never stop learning, you just get better at handling and communicating, but I've had the same conversation about trust, communication, age, boundaries, and basic respect of my parents for years. It goes all the way back to high school parties. FYI, I never went to one. Sad to say, but I also feel like I'm not even living the full college experience. Hanging out with friends more than once in a week, because in our house we already went out once this week and that should be enough, to having proper dates with boyfriends. I started seeing my boyfriend back in February, and my parents knew about it. I would talk about it and bring it up here and there, but this was the first time I decided not to be so open like before, just because I knew how much they love to get involved and give their opinion on everything. Of course, I know it's also partially my fault because I'd allow them to by letting them in on my relationship. I decided to be a bit more private about my relationship that I actually ended up getting closer with his side of the family rather than him getting close with mine. Understand that we simply couldn't be at my house or near my family the first three months because my parents weren't even welcoming towards him to begin with. They didn't want him over until they properly met him at dinner or something, but every time I'd bring it up, 
They'd brush it off and say they'd let me know when they were free because of work. It never ended up happening. Also, it's always been this way. But if boyfriends are over, we're only allowed to sit on the main floor where everyone is, not upstairs or downstairs alone. The first time my dad met my boyfriend, my boyfriend was picking me up for a picnic in May and my dad comes out. My boyfriend puts his hand out to introduce himself and make convo and everything, right? My dad looks at him and tells him that he doesn't need to introduce himself, that he already knows who he is and basically he doesn't care. He told him to stay where he was because he didn't want to shake his hand and went back inside. My dad had been my greatest and biggest flex until that day. I was so embarrassed that my dad wasn't the man I'd made him out to be. My boyfriend is so sweet, loving, patient, and understanding. I wouldn't have it any other way. We worked past this bump and the first conversation of the year happened. My dad said he wanted to work past it and that he was sorry and he never really apologized to my boyfriend, but we moved past it and hung out at a family event with my boyfriend for the first time since that incident around the end of June. Basically, to sum it up, my parents are bipolar and they ended up blaming him for my mistakes and making my life at home hard by not letting me out, not letting me see him, and then slowly my parents would randomly be fine and get past it. We'd either talk about it or pretend like nothing happened and randomly I'd get permission to go out when I asked. I do want to add in that I did have my fair share of freakups, and I admit it, they just seem to hold it against me, and it's that that's driving me a bit crazy. I would lie to them about being at his house or about sleeping over at his house, because in my culture that's just not allowed, and a lady should always sleep at home. But it's not like I don't tell them everything. I was so straight up with them that I simply said, It's not like what happens at night doesn't happen during the daytime, if that's what you're so afraid of. Because my mom would basically tramp shame me and tell me my boyfriend doesn't love me because he invites me over into his house. Like? Another one that is understandable for why they're holding it against me is when I used the debit card they opened up for my sisters and I to save money they'd give us. I ended up using that money on Ubers, food, and just anything. I saw money and felt powerful but I genuinely think that's just a personal issue that I'm resolving. I just know it's something they can't let go of. It just hurts that they blame my boyfriend for it. I was also taking a course in the summer, but dropped it because I missed the midterm, and my parents blamed that on my boyfriend too, although I was genuinely going through it because of my parents giving me the silent treatment. Once again, long story short, my parents are very bipolar, And around a month ago, my boyfriend was allowed to be downstairs with my sisters and I to watch movies or hang out. And I was allowed to go to his house and all of this crap that wasn't even allowed two months ago. They'd be okay with me coming home around 1am sometimes, and other times would get upset and spam my phone if I wasn't home by 11pm on a Saturday night. School started and for some reason, my dad thinks I'm not in school. That he came all the way to my campus just to find out if I was, but couldn't and instead got humbled by two ladies at the office, asking him if he thought he was doing too much. He proceeded to call and cuss my boyfriend out. My boyfriend's mom had to call me and ask me if my boyfriend had done anything, because the way my dad was yelling on the phone scared her. I had to reassure her that my boyfriend is the most amazing, kind soul to me, and my dad is just finding someone to blame. You could have fooled me and said that OP's parents were the younger ones in this relationship, that OP was the adult. Giving OP the silent treatment? Sure, OP made mistakes handling their money, but you know, what teenager doesn't really? If they have money. 
That said, our next story is, am I crazy, spoiled, and ungrateful, or have I been raised to fear my parents? Final part. Fast forward once again, that whole week my parents didn't make much conversation with me. None at all, actually. The only time that week was when I was on campus studying with my boyfriend, and my dad called me just to tell me to be home. Me studying at school and coming home way after my classes had ended had never been an issue and I expressed that to him. I shared my location with him and told him I was at school but I was going to get food and stay a bit later, but that I also wouldn't get home so late, it was 7pm. He yelled, said no, said I have to listen, and hung up. He called me once more an hour or two later when I was on the train asking where I was because it had been more than enough time for me to be home. Fast forward to today, my mom slapped me. I guess I'm fast forwarding a lot because right now this is all that's on my mind and I'm so shaken up and surprised. A lot of little petty comments were made throughout the week. No talk. My boyfriend even showed up to Thanksgiving. My dad got up and sat at the couch instead of sitting at the dinner table with my boyfriend and I to eat. Since he decided he was hungry and wanted us all to eat before my boyfriend had gotten there. Yep, my dad acts 15 sometimes and he wasn't even acknowledged like that by my parents. Thanksgiving was weird and didn't feel like Thanksgiving is my point. This morning, my dad told me to come straight home after my classes were done, and I told him I'd let him know because I might hang out with some friends, study downtown for a bit, or get food. He told me no. He said he'd come pick me up and get me and look for me, and I shrugged past him. He laughed and said to my mom, look at her. She thinks she's her own boss and all that because she doesn't want to listen. And my mom rushed straight after me asking where I was going. I had enough so I replied, What was the point in giving you my schedule if you're going to constantly ask me where I'm going? And for some reason she was claiming I had missed my class because it was 8 and all this nonsense. I got my schedule out, pointed at it, and told her to look that it's Monday and I have no 8am classes. I won't lie, I had a bit of an attitude but before I knew it, She slapped me, tried getting in my face, my dad comes in getting in the middle of us, he's telling me I'm gonna deal with his consequences, my mom is yelling that my boyfriend is ruining my life, my dad is telling her it's fine, that I'm still just a child. I told my mom to remember what she just did, because it'll be the last straw for me leaving. She started yelling, saying how I don't respect them, how I'm not obedient, how a good daughter doesn't do that. I attacked back by asking her if a good mother slaps their child and basically calls them a tramp for going to see her boyfriend. If a good mother ignores the issues instead of talking. My dad continued saying crap like, they'll both see, my boyfriend and I, there's gonna be consequences. I don't care about anything she says anymore, her relationship with him means nothing to me now. I tried being reasonable and calm, that's nothing now. All this crap talking as if I'm not there. Every time I tried heading towards the door, my mom would try shoving my dad off so she could get in my face. I told my dad to calm his wife down. It was all just within a matter of five minutes or less. I just remember saying, so do I go to class or not? And my dad moved my mom further away from me so I could open the door. I opened it and I just told them, you guys gave up way before even trying to understand and listen and meet in the middle with me. I do respect you. I always have. I love you guys, but you guys get respect and me being my own person confused way too much because you don't agree with what I need and want. And I just walked out as my dad kept trying to keep my mom calm because she was genuinely acting like some ratchet girl picking a fight at the club. 
I love my parents so much. I want to make them proud. I want to have a good relationship with them, and I've broken my back several times trying to do so. Trying to have conversations, trying to just suck it up and deal with it because it seems like the easiest route to go about, but I think I've reached about how much I can really take. Or am I crazy? Am I really a bad daughter? Am I spoiled and just a rebellious daughter? I have my boyfriend and his family's full support and are welcoming me with open arms while I actually get around to finding a place, but I need out right now. I need to leave ASAP because it's taking a major toll on me mentally. They want me focusing on school and myself, but I can't even seem to do that with how much they've already added onto my plate. Overall, I mean these parents just seem like they're running the full gamut. They are abusive, they are controlling, they are entitled. I don't blame OP for being in this situation and feeling like, you know what, I need to go on my own, I need some space from these people. I think honestly OP feeling that way is the most logical way and almost the way anybody would. What's expected in your culture or not, that doesn't justify being able to be controlling over your own daughter, laying your hands on your own daughter. I think a lot of things will legitimately get solved and better for OP, going little or no contact with her parents, but especially not living with them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.